Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Friday, 14th day of October, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. We are ready for a Friday show. God willing, in the sea don't rise. We'll talk lounge at the end of the universe today. Maybe even talk Pun Slam. That's returning for the first time in several months. So Pun Slam! That's always nice. Uh, other cool things happening at the lounge that we'll get into a little bit later on today. We also have your tickets to the sold-out show. The band you just heard, I Prevail, are going to be here on the, ele- excuse me, the first of the 11th month, November. That is going to be happening. That's a sold-out show. We got your tickets to that over the course of the program today. Animals as leaders in town in 10 days. We got you covered there over the course of the program today as well. We got to educate you on cool things happening next week on this radio station. And of course, we have inflation retaliation going on. Another $1,000 out the door. We have your code word right a little bit after 9 o'clock to give you that will get you started in texting in and winning some money, hopefully, from this radio station. What's the matter? Nothing. I just, I'm going to need your help in a minute. Okay. Right now, right now? Well, I, I, because it's, it's, it's one of those funny things. It's a word I can't pronounce. Oh, you have to read it? Yeah, and, and, and a project I'm working on, and, and so I, I need to ask your help on how to pronounce it properly. Do you want to do it right now? Sure. Okay. I'll help you. Mignon. You, you can't I say can't it. I can't say it. Filet. It, it helps if you mignon? put Mignon? Yeah. Okay. Mignon. Filet mignon. Yeah. All right. You don't put. Don't say the G, and you're all right. Does that make sense? Almost yeah. like you're yeah. like uh, the rise of Gru. Think of it like a little oh. minion, but you're pronouncing it. Different. Oh wait, all right. I was asked to do put together something, and I saw the word. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I can't say that word. They don't know the history between Big J and Filet Mignon. They don't know. It'd be better if I said it my way. But <laughs> loves the meat, hates the word. But that's all coming Thank up you. today you, on the program. But first, we play some music. So let's get started with some Sublime. Kicking things off here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X. J. Pretty big news yesterday. If you believe some of the stock market rumors, Big J, for an employer here in Idaho. You've heard of Albertsons, right? Albertsons. It's my store. Uh, Well, it may not be much longer. What? As they are talking with Kroger stores about a merger or a takeover, if you believe what you hear. I thought they already merged. No, no, they didn't talk about it until yesterday. What did you think? I don't know. I thought they were part of the same company. No, no. Uh, Albertsons is owned by, well, Albertsons. And Fred Meyer is owned by Kroger Grocery Store. Oh, okay. They're they're the the mess up. I got them confused. Which also owns Ralph's stores nationwide as well. Uh, So they kind of combined to make that. Now, uh, the Fred Meyer and Kroger, as it were, is the second largest grocery chain in America just behind um, Walmart. And then Albertsons is the fourth largest grocery chain in America. And now the two stores are talking about teaming up for a merger, according to a bunch of national news outlets. Deal may be finalized as soon as today. 
Now, Albertsons, based here in Boise, they operate over 2,200 stores nationwide. They also have banners like Safeway and Vons under their particular route. But then, you know, you've got Cincinnati-based Kroger, and it's definitely the larger of the two. So if uh, experts are guessing, they're guessing they'd probably merge it together under one brand, and that winning brand would be the Fred Meyer Kroger grocery store. Because Kroger generated roughly $137 billion worth of revenue last year, and Albertsons raked in over $71 billion. So they're the bigger of the two companies, and odds are it would be a all-cash buyout as well. So that's going to lead to some interesting situations couple times over number one what is your albertson's call but number two hey there's a lot of people employed here in the treasure valley under that albertson's banner what does that mean when there are fred meyers already in the marketplace for things like that you understand what i'm saying yeah redundancies which is never a good thing but none of that matters to wall street because albertson's stock went up 11 percent yesterday just on the rumors that they may be bought out because that's always a Nice move for shareholders when that happens, especially when it's in the worst. When it's an all cash buyout, so you immediately make some money on the deal. So yeah, yeah, people are are definitely the worst. So who I didn't even know this was a possibility, but apparently it could happen as soon as today. So it'll be very interesting. So keep your ear to the ground, keep an eye out. I mean, it could be one of those deals where it's just like, hey, we're just changing the name and everything stays the same. That would be the best case scenario for everybody, of course. Well, especially here, right? I mean, you know, that Albertsons has been a part of this, of the Treasure Valley for so very long. It would be, I would suck to see that go away, that brand go away. I agree. But yeah, they're not doing this because of brand recognition. So oh, yeah, uh, they, I understand that. But I mean, the, the question becomes, is it cost effective to then change all of the stores that you are picking up? And who knows the answer to that question? But uh, but then again, if you've got $137 billion you make in a year, you got some money to play around with, too. There's also that side of things. So they're doing okay. Big J, I didn't watch a second of Thursday Night Football game last night, and I feel like I made a wonderful decision. Yeah, me too, dude. Uh-huh. I was I, I was one of those deals where I was thought I'm like, I know there's a Thursday night game, I know it's football, and then I'm like, but I have zero interest in any of these things happening. It does not appear to be a good matchup. These aren't fun teams to watch. Uh, I don't have any player I mean, you even hate close. The Bears anyways. I do. I don't have any players even close to my fantasy team on either uh, side of the sideline, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to subject myself to a bad football game. And sure enough, it was. Uh, Washington 12, Chicago 7, your final score as the Commanders win on Thursday night football. We start to have some numbers now, Big J. Uh, We talked a while about Netflix releasing a uh, lower model subscription price for their particular streaming service. As long as you don't mind getting advertising along with your entertainment, that price is $6.99 a month. And it's rolling out now. The new tier will be offered in the United States beginning on November 3rd. So if you want to save some money and you don't mind some commercials, uh, you can check that out. But here's the thing. Here's another caveat. You're also only going to get it in 720p. It's not the ultimate high definition. That is I mean, correct. it's not even close to reg, you know regular HD. This is this is literally watch Netflix on your phone or tablet package yeah. is what yeah. is what it is with ads. Now everything else uh, the company's offers now start at nine ninety nine per month and go up to twenty dollars a month depending on your quality and how many you know accounts that you want linked to yours. So six ninety nine will definitely be the cheapest model that you can get. Nine ninety nine still the cheapest model you can get and not pay for ads. But you're also sacrificing quality there as well so that's what you have to choose from when netflix starts to roll out their new model which is happening here in a couple weeks 
is Disturbed. That is Hey You here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And beginning on Monday, you may have heard something very cool. We'll be returning to the Treasure Valley for the first time in a couple years. And that is the X-Rock Murder Mystery, Big J. Prepare yourself both mentally and physically for something that is a tradition that Big J's never heard of. And we can win you a pretty big prize this year, which is what, Big J? Uh, it's a trip to go to Las Vegas to see Muse and Evan Essence, uh, the big tour the Muse just announced. Uh, very, very cool. That's happening in April, I think. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, a little trip to Sin City. Never a bad thing for uh, for listening to some fun happening on the radio. Yeah, so you and a guest will be flown away to Vegas for a weekend. We'll hook you up with tickets, airfare, and uh, lodging. And you get to enjoy yourself in Vegas for a couple of nights. I'll be there. A great show. You're going to go to the show? I'm going to the show, yeah. Whoa, the one in Vegas for sure? What made you say that? Because you've never seen Muse? I've never seen Muse before, and so the Muse guy was like, well, let's take care of that. And I'm like, that's a great idea. It's uh, it's awesome. I will not be chaperoning you. (laughs) Well, you may have already let that cat out of the bag. Uh, and so we can say, if you would like to join Big J, yeah, you guys can be like, you can take a trip together. It's like you're road tripping it, right? We, I mean, we might even be on the same flight. Who knows? Oh, yeah, you never know. You're flying with Big J, that's a prize in itself. Let me tell you, it really is. And of course, you also have an opportunity to solve a fictional crime as well. On Monday, somebody very integral to pop culture is going to meet an untimely end, and you have to piece together the clues. To figure out who committed the murder, what city it happened in, and what weapon was used. Think of it like Clue. And if you can answer all three of those questions correctly, you are our grand prize winner. And each day that goes on, the mystery gets a little bit more obvious to those that are fun and into the mystery side of things. So listening every day for clues certainly can help. And that will happen at 7.30, 12.30, and 5.30 here weekdays on the x Rock. So you can play the X-Murder Mystery along with us. And I am very excited for this year's Are You Big J? Oh, man, I'm so excited. You know, I don't think anybody else does this sort of thing anymore in radio. And so we're all very lucky that you take the time to come up with a story and all the stress it puts you through and putting together everything because it sounds great it's fun i mean obviously i get a chance to be a part of it and read some lines and that sort of thing but i can't wait to hear these clues it makes me laugh i enjoy the story and it's just fun it's really fun and a lot of times in radio people don't have enough fun yeah it's it's an homage to those old school radio plays back in the day that they make movies about now whenever Everybody would get together and have a bunch of lines and try to put together almost like a movie on the radio. We try to do that. It's a little bit like a a Scooby-Doo mystery where all of us play a goofy little part and we have a little bit of fun. And uh, hopefully you enjoy listening to them, even if you're not trying to solve the mystery. But you can have fun and enjoy listening to them as well. That's the idea. And the great part is that, you know, you get a little bit of the personalities of all the radio personalities here, the jocks. So, you know, we're all different in ways and we all have different interests. And you really take advantage of that when you write this and it just sounds great. Or I just log jam them into a particular character and you have to read the lines. No, I don't think so. I think it all uh, adds up in the end. Begins Monday here on the X at 7.30. Tune in for your first clue and we'll go until it gets solved. That's basically the way it works, but it's a great way to celebrate Halloween with the X and it starts on Monday. Big J's, what you going to do? Fire me song of the day next on the X Rocks. 
That is Nirvana in bloom here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Every Friday morning, Big J selects a song and dares the higher-ups to do what they think they want to do, but they don't have the guts to do. It's the What You Gonna Do Fire Me song of the day, Big J. Let's find out the who and the what, and then we'll find out the why. What you got for us? The who is Rob Zombie. The what is Sick Bubblegum. Here's Big J's song. It's the X Rocks. Hey, we all know how we're going to... There's Big J's What You Gonna Do Fire Me Song of the Day. It's Sick Bubblegum by Rob Zombie. Why, Big J? Why? Well, it's that time of year, man. I mean, I, I enjoy seeing uh, the horror movies uh, during the, the Halloween time, and uh, that's definitely this time. But that also goes with music and uh, Rob Zombie's you know groovy metal tunes and you know his love for uh, that sort of stuff uh, kind of goes hand in hand for me. So I enjoy hearing some of that. And I don't know, man. I just like, uh, what would the world be like without some of that groove metal? I, I think it would suck. And I like that uh, he's got his own little uh, genre of music, if you will, because nobody else does it. No, certainly not like Rob, that's for sure. And he's been doing it for decades and continues to get better and better and better at it, much like his movies. Right, Big J? (laughs) No. Morning After. No. With Nick and Big (laughs) J. Uh, Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to give you the world premiere of the brand new Blink-182. Hold on for that. Plus, Smashing Pumpkins Bullet with Butterfly Wings here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Let's give you one of two world premieres this morning, Big J. Which one do you want to start off with? I guess Blink-182. Sounds like a plan. What's the song called? Edging. Enjoy the world premiere. Brand new Blink-182 on the X. Nick and Big J on 100.3. The X rocks. Not too, too far away for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. North Salt Lake City is where we're going. Okay. In Utah for today's story. And it's it's an interesting one. Whereas Detective Big J may need to come out. And that is, uh, it all started October 6th, Big J. Last week sometime. North Salt Lake City is fairly famous for having a sewage treatment plant nearby. And so the city never smells that great to begin with. You understand? Right. But on October 6th, there was an entirely new and different smell that started to kind of make its way through the streets and alleyways of North Salt Lake. Some have described it as fishy, or some have described it as dog waste or garbage that's been sitting too long. One basically described the the smell as a, quote, catfish with a yeast infection, which is not a great description of things, although it does paint a picture. But as of now, nobody in the city, nor nobody that lives there, can tell us the source of the stench. Now, one theory is that because of a recent drought in our particular area, the water level of the Great Salt Lake right now is fairly low. And so what that could be doing is possibly exposing algae to rot in the sunlight, which is causing that really awful smell. Oh, Oh, man, gross. The government says they can't confirm nor deny that particular idea, but it is one theory that they're looking into, and they're working to try to figure it out. But the situation is, as of right now, this whole city has stunk for a week and a half, and it's really, really, really hard, apparently, to go through your day and not notice it, and nobody knows where it's coming from, which is never a good thing. I mean, I guess you could always wait and hope the smell goes away on its own, but that doesn't have a great track record, you know? Time to move. And that's almost it. It's like, how, I mean, how stinky would it have to be before you're like, we need to pack up shop and get the hell out of Dodge now? And for how long, I guess, is the other question. Like, I mean, if, if something happened and like a line broke or something and it just smelled like crap around your house all the time, would you stay there very long? 
Probably not, no. Okay. You would actually. I mean, but the other side of it is who's going to buy that house? You know what I mean? Oh, you just burn it I and see. move on. All right. If you want other tips for insurance fraud, just keep listening. No. No, here, you misunderstand. Them. You read into like I would expect some sort of insurance thing. No, I mean, you just got to burn it and move on. Oh, I see. A complete loss. Yeah. Gotcha. Understood. Because nobody's going to buy it. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, I, they're not at that level yet, but they could be very, very soon. And something to keep an eye out for, uh, especially if you're planning a trip to Salt Lake or around those areas anytime soon. It may not smell great. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. Rage Against the Machine. Sleep now in the fire here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And I went to sleep angry last night, Big J. Oh, boy. Because uh, the internet, again, was one of the worst places in the world for me. Uh, I was very upset at what I uh, stumbled upon last night. And it made me very angry. And I wanted to get the word out so that you don't become this person. And so uh, social media is, again, the the culprit here. Uh, I, I am on it as much as I am supposed to be, probably even more sometimes. But I, I go there for looking for information, sometimes some things to talk about on the show. And so I was uh, doing some due diligence, looking into some stuff last night, and I stumbled upon something that made me very, very upset. Uh, and I am, I have come around on my opinion of spoilers. Like I used to avoid them like the plague, yeah. you know, and now, you know, because everything is so readily available and it's all there. Um, I sometimes wait to watch things in a row. Like I'm, I know that this She-Hulk just wrapped up. And mm -hmm. so I, and now I'll have an opportunity to binge that and watch all of She-Hulk. Cause you uh, only like to binge. Well, I don't only like to binge. I just find it the most convenient. You know, when I'm sitting down to watch something, I like having the ability to go on to the next one until a narrative is complete. It's just the way that I decided that I enjoy it the best. But I, I have seen some She-Hulk spoilers because of what I follow on the internet and Twitter, and I deal with that because I have made the conscious decision not to watch that until later knowing that I might stumble into something and I don't get all upset about it. I'm still going to watch the show, hopefully enjoy the show, and not worry that much about what I saw from the finale which was incidental, but still my own fault. But what happened last night at around 9.15 is I'm on Twitter, and I, I cannot remember the account. I wouldn't call you out even if I could, but it was somebody here locally that I follow that had retweeted something from a movie that is not out yet. And it was it was the uh, the delete, not the delete, the post credit scene for Black Adam, okay? Which okay. is getting some screeners and some stuff in other countries first, and that's the thing, I guess, is the sneak movie phones into the movies and film some of this stuff, because I see it a lot on the internet these days, and somebody had done that with what appeared to be now, it could be a really well-edited final scene, but, like, that movie doesn't come out until a week from now. And so now, I have seen the post credit scene that uh, for a movie that I don't really want to see <laughs> because I'm not sure it's going to be very good, but this post credit scene was amazing. And, uh, and now I was like, man, that is ruined for me. And I feel like if you're doing that a week before the movie comes out, that kind of makes you a jerk. Right? Yeah, why you can't you can't find out who did this? I mean, I suppose I could, but I well, yeah, I, I went justice. through I went through and I unfollowed that person. I, I clicked it and I unfollowed right away after I had it pop up, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" I just saw the post credit scene for a movie that doesn't come out for a week, and that's the kind of stuff that can be avoided and you shouldn't have to run to on the internet, regardless of how excited or cool that it may be. 
And so that made me very upset. So I want to take the opportunity to say, hey, listen, I'm not that big of a deal on spoilers, but probably try not to ruin something before it actually comes out. That just makes you a jerk. It doesn't make you, you know, yeah, while you, you I have know no you're, business posting something no, like that. No, no, don't do that. And again, I know it's my own fault for following some of this stuff and for being on and looking at it and maybe, you know, but you know, there was also a part of me that was like, no way this is true. And then of course I had to do something after what happened. And I was like, well, son of a gun, I guess it is. And now I'm like, is there any reason for me to see this movie? And, yeah, you uh, have and I to don't see know. it for the morning after the movie's podcast. I suppose that's You're being true. forced to. That's, that's true. Uh, but it is one of those deals that was very frustrating. So do yourself a favor if you enjoy things and you want to be surprised. Watch out for anything that looks like movie screen footage from Black Adam before it comes out next week. All right? I don't want anybody else to have the experience that I had because it was rough and I don't like it. So stop spoiling things for people, everybody. Once it happens, it's okay as far as I'm concerned. It's my own fault. But once it's not, if it's not out, that's just plain jerky. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Some important stuff. Hold on for that. With Nick and Big J. Well, it's not even Halloween yet, and we're a good month away from the holiday season kicking in full gear after Thanksgiving. But the sales have already begun. We talked about this early last week about how, you know, Target, Walmart, Best Buy, among the retailers trying to get a jump on some year-end holiday sales, but a consumer analyst is getting ready, people ready for what could be the biggest holiday season sale for a very long time because, well, Prime is already getting in on the action with their Prime Early Access sale, and then you can expect some good deals going on now all the way through the end of the year on electronics, computers, and toys, and... They're predicting that this big Black Friday could be a doozy because retailers are expected to offer some discounts up to 70% because they know they're going to have to seriously slash prices to get you to come into the door and beat the competitors that are also trying to get your business. So it could be a gigantic sale season for Black Friday, which is crazy. Now, you may have something special in mind, or you may stumble across something, but just expect some deals to be coming your way, at least in the world of electronics, computers, and toys. Those are some of your favorite uh, actual uh, things to buy, Big J. Yeah. Damn right. You love electronic, not not toys so much, I, I wouldn't guess. but Electronic toys. Sure. What kind of toys are those again? Oh, you know, game controllers. Oh, you, those are toys to you? Yeah. The Houston Astros defeated the Seattle Mariners 4-2 in Game 2 of the American League Division Series. Yesterday's scheduled game between the Guardians and the Yankees was postponed due to rain. Game should resume today around 11 o'clock our time. The Bears lost to the Commanders last night 12-7, your final score, in another really awful Thursday night football game. The Bears tried to make a goal line drive to win it at the end of the game, but came up short on fourth down. No good for them. They are not a good football team. Mostly not a good offense. Difficult to watch in both cases. Broncos have a bye this weekend, and that's why we're not talking about them. They get to enjoy a week off before being back in football mode on Saturday of next week. And, Big J, if you're a Ronnie James Dio fan, get ready. Yeah, man. Now you can play with him in a video game, kind of. Oh. It's called Dio Killing the Dragon. It's being labeled and shipped and talked about as a video game, but it's not. It's it's a slot game, you know? Not that that's anything wrong with it, but it's not like you're playing as Ronnie James Dio. But it's called Dio Killing the Dragon. 
and you can use the magic of mu music to conquer a fire-breathing dragon, prowling wild wolves, and more. But again, it's just a slots game. Wow. But still fun. It's from Play and Go, which have several metal-themed slots that you can play online. They have one for uh, Dio. I saw a Sabaton slot game that was there when I went and checked out the Dio game. They have one for Def Leppard. They have Kiss. They have all sorts of rock and roll slots that you can play on this website. It's playandgo.com slash game slash Dio if you want to play it and check it out. I only play slot games for gems. That's right. So That's the until only that way. pops up. That's going to happen. Uh, but if you like to do it, maybe this means it could be closer to actually happening in Casino. I don't know. Maybe if it's available, it's pretty God, easy to put in a machine. Suck your money dry before you know it. That's right. And before you even get a chance to play the the bonus round. That's what I was I was trying as I was playing it this morning. I was trying to get to the bonus, and they give you like twenty five thousand fictional dollars, you know. And I spun it like twenty times, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. I hope it just plays the Bible Black. Uh, it does have a Dio playlist that you can play with it. None of it was Bible Black oh, though. It was just it. Dio solo stuff. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> Nick and Big J. And I prevail. Pierce the Veil coming to town November 1st, the Rev Center. You can't buy tickets, uh, at least at the uh, market price, because they're sold out. So we've got some free tickets here for you. You just need to beat me in pop culture smackdown, and uh, then you can get your hands on these. The phone number is as follows, 208-287-1003. That's the number you want to call if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown right now. You're going to have to know a little bit about the fashion world, Big J, in order to pull things oh, off today. Well, welcome to these tickets right away out the gate. But in pop culture, so maybe you'll do better than you think. We will see. But it has to do with a particular birthday today. Hello, the ex. Hi. Hi, what's your name, please? Hi, uh, Carla. All right, Carla, you're up first. Carla, Ralph Lauren, it's his birthday today. He's a pretty famous fashion designer. Which sports name did Ralph Lauren borrow for his famous clothing line? Was it karate, polo, or badminton? Polo. That is correct. It's right. a good trick there with karate. Big J, uh, that's high karate, right? Uh, yeah, right. Uh, which t character on the television show Friends worked for Ralph Lauren at one point in time during the show? Oh, during the show? Yes. Oh, man. Um, There really is only one of the characters involved in the fashion industry. It's fairly... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of who that might be. I'm going to go with... Uh, we'll rattle through some of the jobs that they did. Let's see. Rachel worked at the coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, in the beginning. In the beginning? Uh-huh. So you seem to know more about Friends than I do now. Uh, I just know the answer. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to go with Rachel then. That is correct. Right. Good job, Big J. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, uh, Carla, what uh, what rock band had a legendary clause about M&M color in its contract writer? Was it Rolling Stones, Van Halen, or Led Zeppelin? Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones. Good guess, Wrong. but incorrect. Sorry, Carla. Thank you for playing. Hello, The X. Hey. Hey, uh, what rock band had a legendary clause about M&M color in its contract writer? Was it the Rolling Stones, Van Halen, or Led Zeppelin? It was Van Halen. That is correct. It right. was Van Halen. Big J, what children's toy does Ralph Lauren depict on all of his sweaters? A children's... I'm going to go with a top. A, to a oh, spinny oh, top. A spinny top. No. Wrong. No. No. Uh, is it a stuffed alligator, a teddy bear, or a yo-yo? Stuffed alligator? Wrong. 
different brand altogether. A yo-yo? <laughs> nope. I have no idea. It would be the last one that was mentioned then. I don't remember. Oh, a teddy bear. I was right. talking over you. Teddy bear on every single sweater that he sells. Oh, teddy bear. Congratulations. You got yourself tickets to the sold out I Prevail show coming up on the 1st of November. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those tickets. Morning after with Nick and Big J. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> That is Queens of the Stone Age here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's another eventful weekend at Lounge at the End of the Universe. And we welcome our friend Robert back in studio from Things and Company Improv to talk about a very busy weekend at the Lounge. Good morning, Robert. How are you, man? Good Thank morning, you. Treasure Valley! Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, good job. We like that you have now taken to uh, turning away from the microphone so it's not too loud. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, Robert, another case <laughs> of sequelitis this weekend. Is that what's happening? Another case of sequelitis. That's the best way it's been. <laughs> our our, our, uh, our host introduced us as sequelitis last week. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. We're going to tease him about that for a long time. I'm not going to say who it is, but he knows who it is. And it definitely wasn't done on purpose? No. <laughs> All right. No. No, it was not. Because it was up on the board, and he turned around and looked at it. It was like, sequelitis? sequelitis. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. But it is a very specific form of improv that you guys have just kind of debuted over the last couple weeks out there at the lounge, right? Yeah, the form is called the movie, and you're simulating a movie on stage with camera angles and special effects, and we've done a bunch of them in practice, and then last Saturday we got uh, The Taking of Deborah Logan. Ah, I don't think I've ever heard of that movie. Very few people have seen it. <laughs> okay. And I never in a million years would have bet on that being the suggestion. It's a found footage film that came out in the last few years. Okay. And the only real thing it's known for is there's there's like an elderly woman who is possessed. And at the climax, the heroes are like in a catacombs or something that just comes out of nowhere. And she's got her jaw unhinged like a snake. Oh, no. And she's got somebody's head in her mouth <laughs> and i remember who i saw that with and and uh she was traumatized by that sure. image <laughs> that's the only thing it's known for it's not a remarkable or memorable film and so we did the sequel to it we called it the returning of deandra logan okay uh and megan gray played the main character <laughs> and we brought deborah back and she was transported by a flock of ravens of and, course uh, <laughs> standard transport there was a neat scene about whittling corn because we <laughs> ran out of sticks into the shape of xenomorphs and demogorgons and smaller corn very nice um and we we were all very happy with it. And last night in practice, we did Jacob's Ladder too. Okay. Which we were, we finished it. We were like, that was good. I want to see that film. <laughs> it's actually, it actually could have been the sequel to Jacob's Ladder. It was really funny and really clever. And uh, Andrew came off it going, I was actually, that was a little bit scary. <laughs> we we were actually right there in the sweet spot. Of, of improv comedy improvised horror film so yeah we're looking forward to what we're going to get this Saturday and the key of course uh, with it being a little Halloween themed you like to stick to the horror stuff right? Yeah we booked it in October so we could do improvised horror films so our get our suggestion is okay give us a horror film but we go we're not going to do Halloween or Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street or Scream because they already have a boatload of sequels so dig past those and give us something that has very few if not no sequels the cube cube's got actually three. Oh, it does oh my yeah. god no. really yeah. 
I love no, Cube. I mean, yeah, when that I saw movie first is Cube, yeah. scares the hell out of me. It's a great film. Yeah. It's, 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 I, no I didn't know they made sequels. sequels to it. Holy yeah, cow. I grew well, up I'm, on I'm the Twilight leave. Zone, and when I saw Cube, I was like, this is an extended episode of the Twilight Zone. That's the world of horror, though. Sometimes there are a ton of sequels that nobody is super <laughs> familiar with. Now, what happened, because I imagine there probably was some in, in Things and Company that maybe hadn't seen that movie originally, right? Yeah. Uh, so is it everybody fakes their way through, or do you give them like a brief kind of synopsis? Just so that everybody's Both. kind of on the same page. Okay, Both. gotcha. Uh, part of the get is whoever gives us the suggestion um, has to give us a summary of it within 30 seconds to a minute, Okay, um, which is, serves kind of the same purpose when you do an Armando that the person does the monologue and you pluck your ideas from that. So everybody gets a basic idea of the film, and then we go, okay, if there's an iconic moment or something memorable about, memorable about the film, what's the one thing you would choose? So then everybody knows we're going to anchor around those concepts and you can pick whatever you want from it. You know, we've got to know you pretty well over these last couple months, you coming in. You're a very big movie fan, I take it. You enjoy popular culture. Uh, you were very excited about this particular style of improv coming to the lounge. Have you been happy with what you've been able to put out so far? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we did uh, the first time we did it in front of a crowd was back in August, so it wasn't the horror movie thing and we did Apollo 13. Right. That's the audience gave us. <laughs> Nobody had seen it. <laughs> and my one note was the the key to Apollo 13 is the engineering feats. And that didn't make its way because nobody had seen it. <laughs> right. But so it ended up being kind of a cross between Apollo 13 and Planet of the Apes because <laughs> the two chimps who were supposed to ride the rocket to Mars, the rocket blew up on the pad instead of in space. And so the chimps were mad they didn't get to go to Mars. So they took over Cape Canaveral. And Jim Lovell had to come out of retirement <laughs> Man. to talk to chimps down and in the end the chimps and jim ended up agreeing to go to space together God, see? so everybody ended happy it's one of those deals where you you go you see the show and at the end you go you know what i'd probably see that movie which is <laughs> yeah. fantastic that that means we did our job That's exactly what I'm for. so if you want to see sequelitis 2 if you will this saturday at the lounge uh loungeboise.com the best place to get tickets absolutely and robert we want people to follow you and things in company as well what's the best place to do that on the old socials uh we have um things and company it has a facebook page we also have an instagram if you search things and company you'll probably find one of those websites undergoing some redevelopment um so there's still things which actually has a link tree to all of it i think okay so that's a great place to go go check it out but there's lots happening at the lounge i know we have the uh the pun slam tonight at the uh, the lounge that's back after a long time right yep pun slam took uh August and September off, but they are back tonight. You only have two more chances to qualify for September for December's finals. Uh, so you got tonight at seven o'clock, uh, and then there'll be one more in November before the December championships. I know you're already qualified. Yeah. Will you be flexing your muscles tonight? As well? I don't believe so. All I have right. a friend whose birthday is this week, and so she wanted to do something. I was like, I can do the punchline before we do it. No. <laughs> <sighs> Well, then you can go and have fun, and it is open for people to join as well. So check out the Pun Slam tonight, Sequelitis tomorrow, and then we have another event happening on Sunday, right? Um, are you talking about Wittypedia? Yeah. Wittypedia is tomorrow, tomorrow before night. Us. Okay, my apologies. Oh. I want to say they're at 7, um, but the doors might open. I, I think they're at 7. Okay. 
Um, and I don't know a lot about their show, so so I'm going to go check it out myself. So check out. There's a ton of stuff happening. Punt Slam tonight and a bunch of cool things happening tomorrow, including Sequelitis, which takes place at 10 o'clock. So check it out. LoungeBoise.com is where you can grab your tickets. Robert, we always appreciate you coming in. Brother, we appreciate it. Thank you. Likewise. Goodbye, <laughs> Treasure Valley. Thank you very much, man. You're going to what you do. Let's take a look at traffic one final time this morning here on The X and see what's going on out there on the streets. <laughs> After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. That's not cool. Don't do it. And I said knock it off. That's not cool. Morton County Club in Arkansas had offered up a 2022 Ford F-150 to the first golfer who could hit a hole-in-one on the golf course's 10th hole. This sounds familiar, right, Big J? Yeah. Remember, they have, like, hole-in-one promotions all the time. Usually, it's part of, like, charity golf uh, tournaments that have a little bit of fun. And so, you can actually see them promoted on their Facebook page. And Austin Claggett claims that he aced the hole with a hole-in-one, but the club never handed over the keys to the truck. So now he's suing Big J. Damn. If they didn't want to pay up when Mr. Clegg got a hole-in-one, they shouldn't have offered the deal, according to his lawyer. The Ford F-150 4x4 Super Crew is valued at $53,595. He wants the truck and some additional damages. We'll see. I mean, I guess the question becomes, like, I mean... Usually there has to be a witness on the hole. Like, I remember that. Like, when we used to do, like, the the charity tournaments, somebody had to be at that hole at all times to witness it happening. So I'm sure there's some sort of stuff that go along with that that's involved in this lawsuit that probably isn't mentioned in this story, which is maybe he got the hole-in-one and there wasn't anybody there to witness it, so it's just his word against theirs. Or maybe uh, he didn't get a hole-in-one and he's faking his way through it, or his friends all said he did. I don't know. But usually there has to be somebody that represents the dealership or the golf course on that hole to witness the hole in one. Yeah, match. exactly. But it doesn't say it in the story. That but the guy's name is Claggett? Yeah, he's Austin Claggett. You know him. No, I don't. It's a funny last name. Don't do it or I said knock it off. I said knock it off. Parks officials in Pennsylvania say they have no idea who's posting signs warning of Bigfoot activity in the area, but it's not them. They also threw cold water on the notion that Sasquatch might be making a home in Pennsylvania. As Wesley Robinson, the press secretary for the Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Natural Resources, says, quote, Let me be clear. Bigfoot is not real. The signs that state there have been encounters in the area call on visitors to observe park etiquette and be cautious of your surroundings. And he says that while those last two things are very good advice, no matter when you go to the park, uh, you aren't going to have some sort of Sasquatch experience when you do that. They're not sure who's posting the very real looking and official looking signs, but the parks and rec centers in Pennsylvania wanted to stop Big J because people are freaking out about Bigfoot. And they're just like, well, listen, we didn't do this on purpose. Somebody else is doing it and it's freaking people out. So I'm sorry if you're Bigfoot hunting, you want to stay out of Pennsylvania. They say he's not real and isn't there, just so you know. All right. Is that a solid prank, or is that one that's just a little bit too much for your life? Whenever somebody has to release a statement about it, like, I mean, I guess it's pretty good because you convince people that it's real. Yeah, what's the reason behind the prank? Yeah, I don't know. That's the catch. That's important. The good news is there doesn't appear to be any victims here outside of... Sasquatch. And really, until we find uh, somebody who's had their arms ripped off their body, I'm not going to declare Bigfoot real. And even then, I'll deny it. Wrap it up with don't do it. Doctors have a strange request, Big J. You gotta stop buying rings that go around your junk, okay? 
Yeah, junk rings. The devices are sold as ways to, you know, maintain bedroom fun, but experts say what they don't tell you is well one done, of the Nick. big risks are amputation. Yeah. Uh, me- the metal rings specifically can get stuck and have got stuck, and sometimes they need to drill into them to remove them. Do you understand? And it's not a great look when that has to happen. So if you're looking for a similar effect, the doctors say, you know what? Maybe stick to some medication or the rubber ones work because if they get stuck, they cut a lot more easier than the metal ones do. So stay away from the metal rings around your junk. Yikes. Which is something you're used to hearing. But the rest of you out there that maybe don't have that kind of experience, take it easy. Yeah, normally we tell you enjoy metal. Yeah. But this particular time, don't do it. No. Go for something that's more pliable, easier to cut off, which seems like a really weird thing to be talking about when you're discussing that part of your body, Mm -hmm. but something to keep in mind. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things. We're going to do some bad impressions. Those are happening next on the X Rocks. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. More than just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore. And we have tickets to the Dating Factory October 24th. Animals as leaders will be here. Some prog metal for you. Should be a great show. We'll get you set up to that for free. You just need to figure out bad impressions this morning. Should be a fun one. Phone number goes like this, 208-287-1003. And if you'd like to play, you just have to call and get through and then figure out who Big J is trying to impersonate. You'll get three clues. And those three clues are supposed to help you along your way to figure out who that is. If you can figure it out in three clues or less, then you are a concert goer. Hello, the X. What's up? Good morning, man. You're up first. Good luck to you. Uh, let's see. Oh, I lost my clues. Oh, no. Here we go. I love Skittles, baby. <laughs> Next one. Just because I'm retired doesn't mean beast mode is. Oh, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, that is correct. Well done. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Animals as Leaders tickets. What was clue three, just for fun? Stop freaking and call Beacon. And why is Marshawn Lynch in the news? Is uh, he driving again? No, no. He's, uh, he uh, has joined the Amazon Prime Thursday night uh, you know, uh, analyst team. So uh, he will be uh, joining those guys and doing some uh, special correspondent work for the rest of the 2022 season. He'll appear in the pre- and post-game shows, according to the New York Post. And you know what? I'll say this. Um, I-, I really enjoy the, the pre-game show for Amazon Prime. Ryan Fitzpatrick and Richard Sherman are there. They- they're doing a great job. Yeah, I, listen, with the games as bad as they are, they need as many people to tune in for other reasons other than the actual football. So as many personalities they can get is probably a good thing for that. Probably the smartest crew they have. I mean, listen, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Harvard, Richard Sherman, Stanford. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got some big brains over there and people who aren't afraid to speak their mind. So, And, of course, uh, an amazing beer. Mr. Fitzpatrick still rolling with that. And you know where Marshawn Lynch went to college, I imagine? You know what? I don't. Where did he go? Cal. Okay, so yeah, there you go, Cal. Man, there's a lot of smart brains up there. Morning After with Nick and... Smart Brain Show. Big J. Yeah, that's what they should call it. See how that goes. Uh, We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. And as I prevail, we've been giving away tickets to see them all this week. That will continue next week here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for our show. Reminder, we got a chance to talk about the murder mystery, which is going to kick off Monday morning at 7.30 on this very program. 
And we will have clues every single weekday, a different clue every single day. We air that clue three different times, and your chance to call in and try to win the grand prize, which is this year a trip to go see Muse and Evanescence in Vegas in April of next year, and hopefully that will make you very excited. But it's all about getting your detective hat on and trying to help us solve a crime is what it boils down to, Big J. Yep. Thank you to Robert from Improv and Things for coming in and talking about their show tomorrow night at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. Pun Slam is tonight. Go to loungeboise.com for more tickets and... And we found out that North Salt Lake City stinks, Big J. And they can't figure out why. Salt Lake City. Uh, it said North Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's the particular part of the area, apparently. It's not the entire city that's Man, it's all stinks. But uh, also, we talked about how you shouldn't uh, post spoilers before movies actually come out. That's not cool. And yeah. then the and then you found that somebody is picking up the story. Well, so oh, oh. I thought maybe I was holding out hope it wasn't real, but it's real. Huh? I didn't even have to, to see Ugh. the footage. I just... Heard the headlines, saw the headline, and I guessed what it was. And I'm awful. like, that's dumb. It's awful. Uh, so, yes. Uh, so, apparently, you want to avoid spoilers for Black Adam if you can. Big J, that Thank leaves you with the floor. Yeah, we played uh, brand new uh, Blink-182 here this morning, and the band reuniting with Tom DeLonge. And he put out a, a great note uh, thanking Matt Skiba of uh, Alkaline Trio, who filled in for Blink here these last few years, and credited with him to help keeping the band. And you, know, you wonder, you know, what brought these guys back together? And it was it was Mark Hoppus's uh, cancer, and, uh, you know, it changed his perspective, is what Tom DeLonge said. And uh, he goes, they've had a complicated history, but uh, they're back at it, and people seem really happy about that. And, you know, we'll continue to uh, play that new song. You'll hear it. Uh, yeah, people are really talking about what Matt has to say. Has he been pretty quiet about this whole thing? I think it was nice that Tom reached out to him, but has Matt had any response? Yeah, I haven't seen one yeah, yet. Yeah, I don't know I mean, if he that got... That was last uh, night yeah, that he put that out there, I so. don't know if it was, like, good terms or bad terms or Well, no how could terms. he... I would say it would probably be good terms. Well, like, you, you I, would how hope. How could you be upset by that, you, you know? You would hope. You would hope. You, you would probably think going in it was a it was a temporary gig. You're yeah. absolutely right. They're like, Tom's a little bit kooky. He'll but still, how you handle your business was probably... Well, you would hope it would be on the nice side of it. Yeah. Especially with Tom being so courteous and just, you know, showing that much respect is a really cool thing. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it for us. We'll see you guys on Monday. Jason Drew is coming in next. You guys have a good one. It's the X Rocks. The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.